welcome back into another installment of the Curtain Call Conversations. Today we are joined once again by our amazing panelists, Taisha Scott, Eleanor Borgino, and Lisa Goldenberg Horn. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hello. Good evening. <laughs> I'm just coming in on my motorcycle. We're coming uh, Riding we're coming cowboy. live again from the streets of Brooklyn here, right outside of the Holmesky Shakespeare Center. Uh, we're doing a two for tonight as we get caught up. <laughs> so today we are starting to tackle the name that is on everyone's lips here on Broadway, which is Tony. That's right, we are diving right into this year's Tony Awards, and it is a big year for the awards. This year marks the 75th annual Tony Awards. This is huge. Now, of course, we have set our sights on this on that glorious night in June, when uh, where we'll gather to honor and recognize the joyous full return of the Broadway Theater, the great changes and achievements that have been reached, and the community ties that bind us. And most importantly, we celebrate this great art form that we hold so near and dear to our hearts. By the end of the evening, truly, we all as audience members are the real winners, having gotten to share and witness each other's art, stories, and experience. This year's awards are so huge, we are covering the nominees over the course of two episodes. On this episode, we are talking everything Blaze, and what a year it was for plays. Not only were the titles so dynamic, but styles and presentations as well. You also had incredibly diverse playwrights, cast, directors, designers, all of the above, telling truly powerful and timely stories of both the now and the past. Okay, that's enough waxing poetic. Let's let's just dive into this. Our first category up is Best Sound Design of a Play. So, in this category, we have nominated For Color Girls. And I'm just going to say For Color Girls instead of the full title, if that's all right with that's everyone. That's fine. Yes, that's perfectly that's okay. fine. For Color Girls, Dana H., The Skin of Our Teeth, The Lehman Trilogies, and Macbeth. Hmm. Very interesting category. Dana H. getting the nomination, I think, is well-deserved, considering this was that was like a lip-sync play. Yeah, the non-conventional. And, yes. and that was really, really clever. I was really thrown, like taken aback by that. Okay. Um, I think, however, the winner in this category is going to be the Lehman Trilogy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. Did we all see that play? I, yes, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal show. I think mm -hmm. top to bottom, acting and designing. So I'm just going to put that out there now, so I'm not to repeat myself. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think it was a complete package, well thought out. Um, the thing with Macbeth that I will say is the music was very, very good. I love the story behind how the music was created for it. Um, and there was some interesting sound attitude to create that eeriness. But I just think that the Lehman Trilogies, at the end of the day for me, was that was that that's the top dog, that's the one that's gonna get it. If not them, it's gonna be Dana H because of that that innovative way of incorporating mm -hmm. using sound as a true storyteller. Right. Ironically, I'm seeing the skin of our teeth next week, so I can't speak on that one, but the Lehman Trilogy was brilliant. I liked Macbeth. I thought, um, I, I think I like Ruth Nega a little bit better than the actual play, but, but um, <laughs> the Lehman Trilogy is very, very well done. I, I don't know if I'm so great of, of picking best sound design. 
have to say. So it's not my expertise, but I did really like the Lehman trilogy. And I have to say, Skin of Our Teeth, I think they did a really good job yes. with the sound. You know, so that's what I'll say, you know. But I don't feel so qualified on this category. Define sound. <laughs> exactly. So, anyway, all right. So moving on to our next category, that would be best lighting design of a play. And for that, we have Hangman for Colored Girls, The Lehman Trilogy, Macbeth, and The Skin of Our Teeth. Hangman was, I'm really glad that they got that nomination because um, the lighting design for this was excellent. Mm -hmm. um, really well done, especially if, as, have we all seen Hangman? Yes. Okay, that's set. Oh, oh, the set is... I'm planning on seeing it. I have not seen it yet. Haven't, I haven't seen it yet. So we will listen to what you have to say about it. The set is enormous, <laughs> and it, it lifts one off top of the other. Ah. So that lighting, to be able to lift this gel cell up, and then to have a full lip pub underneath. Wow. Yeah, that's brilliant. Cool. Wow. Uh, I, that sounds great. For the Golden Theater, I didn't think there was that much space. <laughs> uh, and it's an illusion, too. Uh, the two things I took away from Hangman with lighting was... Um, they hang a guy in the first scene, and that's not a spoiler. I mean, that, that's not going to like right. Ruin that's the story. Hangman. But like, like <laughs> Hence the title, Hangman. Right. He falls through the trap on the floor, and then the rope comes up. But the way the lighting is done, like with the mix of the lighting and the, the smoke, it looks like the rope is actually coiling up. Oh, wow. it's not coiling up, but that's the way it looks. And wow. then the way the lighting and the set moves it looks like the set's just going back it's actually going up and so you're like wait is that entire set going up into the rafters like i didn't think there was that much space at the golden like okay and they bring up a whole nother set from the ground it's incredible um sadly that's not my pick <laughs> no, Whoa. after all okay. that, it's not your pick. It's the Lehman Trilogy. Okay. Um, that's set entirely in a box. Yes. And to be lit, yeah. and, and, and it was glass. Right. It was that glass box. Right. And to be lit without a glare or anything. I, yeah. Smart. Brilliant. Brilliant. Perfection lighting. I thought the skin of our teeth is also another close runner because that was... Okay. It's Lincoln okay. Center, that huge stage. Exactly. It's Lincoln Center in itself. Yeah. You know, yeah. lends itself to that. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm the only, am I the only one out here on the land with the lighting? I, yeah. I, I, I didn't see Hangman, so I'd have to say yeah. the Lehman Trilogy again. Yeah. yeah. For me. Yeah. Totally fair. Well, our next category then um, is costume design of a play. I have some familiar people still. Um, the Skin of Our Teeth for Colored Girls. Trouble in Mind, Plaza Suite, and Clyde's. Hmm. Huh. And I haven't seen Plaza Suite. I see that on Tuesday. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. I'm going next week. But I, I thought it would get a nomination, um, considering it's just a classic meal sign of play. And those, mm -hmm. but the pictures, those mm -hmm. costumes are gorgeous. And with SJP, of course there's a costume design nomination. Right. <laughs> yes. Clyde's was great. I And, and, and it wasn't... Um, Oh yeah, uh, it's, yes. The, it wasn't just, um, yes. glamorous at all. No, but come no. on, who's a She, yeah, oh her right. costumes, Those yeah, heels they were great. Alone, right. and, and she kept like they were all good. Yeah, yeah every right. one. I mean, I also okay. She stood out. I didn't see this. Well, the, I saw the for color girls on at the public, 
and it, it, I do, I like the colors, and I, I think it was good. I don't know if it, if it's exactly the same on the Broadway set, but I, I'm, I'm glad they got nominated. I think on Trouble in Mind. I mean, if we're going to talk about everyone, Trouble in Mind does need to be discussed because. Those costumes were fabulous. Yeah. Her songs looked amazing in that yellow she looked outfit. She gorgeous. Yes. Incredible. Most of her... Oh my God, she looked amazing. Her, she yes. was, yeah, classy. Was, very classy. All, all and also the, the vintage look. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was so brilliant. But I'm. it's going to go to Skin of Our Teeth. Ah. Because... The dinosaurs. No, 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 no. Because of the three different styles. You've ah. got that 1940s start with the housewife, then you go back to the 20s, mm-hmm. the boardwalk, that boardwalk scene. Right. Oh my gosh. Like, wait till you see it. That The okay. level of you've got drag queens, you've got guys in the one-piece swimsuits, okay. and the gypsy, and, and girls in the full-body swimsuits. I mean, it's beautiful. And then you come back to it's supposed to be, I think, it's like a mix of post-Civil War, post-World War II almost. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, they have a lot it, to do there. It's very yeah. Act 3. Okay. Um, to have those three great looks. I'm, I'm all right with them. I'd be happy for them. Yeah. The Skin of Our Teeth was a really... And I saw it right before the Tony Noms came out, and after I saw it, I had to immediately go back to my predictions and be like, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this okay. one. So. design category is best scenic design of a play. Scenic design of a musical. Oh, a play. Okay. So the nominees for Uh best scenic design of a play are POTUS, Skeleton Crew, The Lehman Trilogy, Hangman, American Buffalo, and The Skin of Our Teeth. This is a stacked category. Because I, I, I could go right into the Lehman Trilogy because of that, but like you were already the saying on the, the lighting the one. The baker's boxes, yes. the big cube, it was, the way they wrote on the walls. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to say Lehman Trilogy, but the also, yeah, yeah skin, of our the, teeth. skin of our teeth. Oh my God, there's so much, yeah, amazing. It's not for the Act 2 alone. The yes. New Jersey boardwalk with the working, one of my favorite parts, not only is that working slide, but the fact that um, oh, that slide was signs, crazy. The light lit signs when the end of the world's coming. It says, no bath. The lights that remain say no bath. Yeah. Or something like that. It references the flood. Yeah, and it yeah. it says bath. And I was like, that's clever. Uh, American Buffalo. Uh, has anybody seen American Buffalo? I saw yes. Not a fan. But that set. Yes. The set was... I wanted yes. to just hang out with that designer because you know they just spent weeks going around to Salvation Army stores and thrift stores and that mm-hmm. and just grabbing all of that stuff. Yeah, that was very... It, it, I actually was thinking about it when I watched it when, like, 
everything gets got toppled and everything. And I'm like, oh my god, every little piece has to go back to what it was. Yeah. In the- <laughs> that poor person that's got to reset everything. Yes. Like, oh. oh my god. But um, yeah, I didn't. I haven't seen POTUS yet, so I don't know what that looks like. If it's POTUS. there's. POTUS, what's impressive about POTUS is it's so versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a rotating stage, uh-huh. and the rooms are so interchangeable as it rotates. So that's the brilliance of it. Um, and it's a big, beautiful uh, stage, but it's consistent of three separate rooms, like three separate set pieces, but they can create like 10 different rooms. Which is Got really it. fantastic to me. Mm-hmm. And G- what is it? Uh, FML. Oh. Female mentor leadership or something. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> that's what I first think of when I think of FML, yeah. Oh, that's a fun job. That's very uh, funny. See, in this category, I would actually like it to go to the skeleton crew. Because I know that the Lehman Trilogy will win for one of the other categories. Skeleton crew was quite clever. The, you know, with the young man coming out and dancing and how they moved those, how they moved the walls back and forth. Yes. And how the lights flashed with the music in between the scenes. Um... For this category, I would like it to see it go to the Skeleton Crew. Because I, th- I know the skin of our teeth and the Lehman trilogies are going to win for the other scene, the scenic lighting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I thought Lehman trilogy was very clever. I'm going to have so. to think and pray on this But I one. think they're going to yeah. win for the other one. It's going to be I mean, Lehman trilogy or skin of our teeth. I don't know which one. Yeah, they're pretty... Yeah. I said I would like to see Skeleton, Skeleton. Crew win for this I, because I know yeah. Lehman Trilogy and the Skin of Our Teeth are going to win on the others. Skeleton I know Crew it. felt dingy and dirty. Like that made you feel dingy right. and dirty. Because it looked that way. Like you didn't right. feel like the room. I guess I think... But the intermittently, the walls were moving and the yeah. lights were flashing. The fans you know, and, and all the yeah. fans. Yeah. I guess for... Yeah, for like Lehman Trilogy, when you brought up lighting, I was like, I didn't come back to mind exactly, but but like the set really, if it was going to win one, I, I, I think it's stronger on the set. But anyway. So now we're moving to the acting categories. We start with best featured actor in a feature role in a play. We have Alfie Allen in Hangman, Chuck Cooper, Trouble in Mind, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Take Me Out. Ron Cephas Jones, Clyde's, Michael Obenholzer, Take Me Out, and Jesse Williams, Take Me Out. Take Me Out, Take Me Out, Take Me Out. Wait, is Michael, uh, uh, who, does he play the sidekick to Jesse Williams, or does yes, he play, he, yeah. He's the, the good buddy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, he's I forget friend. his name, yeah, okay, okay. So, um, I would like to see Ron Cephas Jones. Oh. Get he this. got a lot of hype at the time. Again, that's another Absolutely. play that was, Absolutely. you know, a little while ago. A lot of hype about his job. The main guy uh, yeah. That, like, drafted he the did well. He did he well. Made me wanna, he made me so hungry on that show. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I would like to see him get it because he is a long time Broadway actor. He's one of those guys that's been around. You know he's Jasmine's um, yes. father yes. from Hamilton and from um, Cyrano de Bergerac from the new group. He is also, um, he was also in This Is Us. Oh, I did not yes. know that. Right. Yes. He was in This Is Us. He was in the very, he's, yep, next to the last episode, he was in This Is Us. He has been on the scene. He was, he's very good friends with our buddy from um, Town. Oh, what's he? Uh, DeShields, right, Andre DeShields. 
I just, you know, it's it's sort of that he is due for a Tony. Um, but he's got some serious competition here. See, Michael, I, Jesse Williams, he's this, there's Alfie some... Alfie Allen, don't, don't, don't discount that one because mm -hmm. that, that okay. is a wonderful okay. role of a guy who you love and who Right. I haven't seen that one yet, so yeah, I can't. Great dark comedy. Martin McDowell, I love his writing. I can't um, wait to see it, but I haven't seen it yet. I think this one actually is going to go to Michael Orbenholzer. Orbenholzer? You think? Okay. He's basically like the pseudo-narrator take me out. Yeah. If it's not him, I think it's going to be Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Yeah, I was going to say, Jesse Tyler Ferguson does a great job, and it's interesting. Um, I ended up seeing the show twice. I saw it in previews, then I just recently saw it, and I feel like he got really... His he brought it together. I, I thought he did. His, I, I thought it was really good. His his like excitement about you know the b baseball really comes yes. through. Yes. Especially like I'm not a baseball person. You know you could just really see it was like palpable. Yeah. He has that full so I could see it. I could see that. I would be happy for him. When he's like just smell the grass and just take that boat. You know, to me Michael and Jesse's. Jesse Tyler Ferguson, their their characters have a lot of depth. Where Jesse Williams' character, not that he didn't perform it well, it's written that way though. Depth. Yeah, yeah, he did a good job, Jesse Williams, for not when doing saw, Broadway. Yeah. But yeah. When I saw it 20 years ago, that character, that it is written, it is he's acting to what his script for is telling is, him yeah. to do. Right. So and that's why I'm, I'm glad he got the. He's nod, not supposed to have depth. It's it's his character. To the other two, I'm like. But then again, he might get it for that reason, because he played the character so well who doesn't have as much depth. That his role, you know, that his, this, per, this, this actor's personality is to sort of, well, you know, just sort of be calm, cool, cool fly under the radar type. Yeah, so anyway, be curious. This is an interesting one. This it's is It's going to be an interesting yeah. year. This is kind of like, you don't know which way the voters go. Based on the nominees, you Based, don't know which way it's going to It's very exciting. Yeah. So our next acting category is best featured actress in a fe best performance by an actress in a featured role in a play, and we've got Uzo Abuda and Clyde, Rachel Dratch and Potus, uh, Kanita R. Miller uh, for Color Girls, Felicia Felicia Rashad in Skeleton Crew, Julie White Potus and Carrie Young Clyde. Oh, Kara! <laughs> I'm so glad she got nominated. <laughs> she was so good. <laughs> yeah, we've I seen her in a bunch of things. So that, yeah, I'm sorry, sweetie. Long, long standing actresses as Felicia Rashad and Julie White. And I think it's going to be Julie White. Julie White. I didn't she, see it yet. Yeah. She was able to have that perfect. So comedy is all about timing. Absolutely. Comedy, comedy is all about levels too, and she was able to have that insane, not only take you on the journey of like the fool, I've come a complete circle on a journey character kind of thing, uh -huh. but have a complete mental breakdown within an eight hour day of the office. And you just watch this woman and you, we've all been there when we're at our job and we just want to drop every F-bomb in the world, but keep our job and be like, we're just trying to keep it together. I'm just trying to keep this fire out. And I'm trying to put the, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm just trying to hold on. And you know, and, and you realize that she is the person that runs everything behind the scenes. I mean, yeah, nobody does, gives her the credit or anything. And then at the final scene where she decides to do what she's going to do, and they're all like, no, that's not the right answer to do, you know. I think it's going to be truly white because it is just. I was just looking up to see it. Yes, she has won the Tony before. Yeah. In 2007. It, the show was a shock because 
it's got such star power in it, so I was like, that's clearly the allure, is we're going to go for the star power. Yeah. I was not expecting such a well-written, well-performed, well, it's directed by Susan Stroman, so I shouldn't have said that, but, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, there's so yeah. much depth in this show, where if you, some people can go and just get the cheap laughs, but if you really start to dig into it, there is a real fantastic story, fantastic message in there, past these colorful Stroman of characters. Got it. What about Uzo Abuda? Oh, see, that's hard for me because I thought she was fabulous. Um, but I feel like she's nominated for the one-liners and the good looks and everything. I don't want to say... You know, and the name, pretty, too, but, I think. But, you know, yeah, she, she, was, she was like the face in this category where she could walk on stage, give a look, and like she didn't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. She, she knew how to act with just her whole body. And I thought she just commanded a presence in that show. But I didn't feel like her character okay. was as present as the other. But it's a featured category, so she didn't need to. She could do the whole, I walk on, I give you a look, where's my money, where's my sandwich, where's, you know. Right, right. You know? But she performed that well, oh my gosh. That final scene with the fire and everything, I was like, of course. Of course, this is where it ends. Right when I think she's gonna turn it around and be a good human. No, there's no flames of hell. Alright. <laughs> Great. Alright, well, it could be Felicia. Very could well. be Felicia. Very well could too. be. Especially in that category. We've talked about that. It's, yeah. I did think about, on our last episode, we talked about how it's her playing someone we've never seen her really play before. Because she played in August Osage County. Yes, she right. did. Yeah, yeah, she did. So, I mean, that's her kind of being. I guess middle class, low class, or whatever. Yeah. But I've never seen her like German working or class. Yeah. yeah. You know. Downtrodden. Well, we'll see how she did. She did a great job. You know, Let's see how homeless. how they duke it out here. Yeah. She was homeless and yeah, a gambler. Russell Beale for the Lehman Trilogy, Adam Godley for the Lehman Trilogy, Adrian Lesser for the Lehman Trilogy, David Morris for How I Learned to Drive, Sam Rockwell for American Buffalo, Ruben Santiago Hudson for Lackawanna Blues, and David Threlfall um, for Hangman. And before we get into this, can I just say one thing that irked me a little about the nominations this year? Typically, Five. Five nominations are given. Right. There are seven in yeah. this category. And the reason why I'm going to say this hurt me is because this is the only category that had seven, and there were several other actress categories that could have wanted seven nominees. So this kind of For sure. annoyed For me that they added seven here and not other categories. Right. And was it necessary to add seven categories with three of them from the same play? 
I'm kind of thinking you know, those three might just cancel themselves out. Yeah, I, I just because well, how do you pick which one? I mean, they, they were really great. I, but I'm gonna also say, uh, just having seen how I learned to drive a few days ago, David Morris. Oh my God, he he did a very good creepy job. Very creepy job. I again haven't seen Hangman, so I can't comment. I thought Ruben Santiago Hudson was great in Lackawanna Blues, but I don't know that he's going to pull pull. A, I don't know that he'll pull ahead of you know the others in the list. So, I think it's going to go to one of the actors from the Lehman Trilogy, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and all the money's going towards Simon Russell Beale, who played the older of the three, uh -huh. right? Right. Who was who was excellent. I actually think it's so well deserved. Godly, actually. Really? Who played the potato? Yeah. <laughs> really? Okay. He was the most memorable for me, and I thought he really did a good job going from a naive brother traveling mm -hmm. all the way through modern and everything like that. He he was also really to me the binding bridge between the generations story. So, my vote for Adam Godley, and if it's not him, though, David Morse. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I, don't, I think it's going to be Lehman Trilogy. Although, I this is, I wish the Tonys had ties more <laughs> often, because David Morse, that was... Yeah. You've never liked, hated, liked, hated the creep mm -hmm. so much. Mm -hmm. Oh, so oh. good. And, yeah. and to play... To perform at a level where you are, where you are hated, you're not sure where he's going, and you, you love him, and then you're not sure where he's going, and then you hate him, and then you realize he's sick, and he's sad, and he's pathetic, but you are mesmerized in watching him. Yeah, I could not take my eyes off of him. Yeah, could he does not. a great job doing could all of that. What all you just him. said, yes. I was creeped out at the same time. Yes. But you could not take your eyes off of it. And the accent oh, was, that was so good. Yeah, absolutely. It was just that nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So perhaps he will be the sleeper. Well, we'll yeah, see. Right? Yeah. Right? I think if it, if it gets too hard to choose between the Lehman guys, it might, he, might, he, might about it. More. he might sneak. He might just <laughs> he sneak might right, right in there. Right in, but right? I, think, I think what you said, uh, Andrew, makes a lot of sense, too. So we'll see what happens. So the last acting category is best performance by an actress in a leading role in a play. We've got Gabby Beans from The Skin of Our Teeth, LaShawn's from Trouble in Mind, Ruth Naga from Macbeth, Deidre O'Connell from Dana H, mm. and Mary Louise Parker from How I Learned to Drive. Mm. Only oh five, only five. Only yes. Five, right. Yeah, why don't Deborah but, Messi, you know. Yeah, right. Right, from Birthday Candle. Don't get me started. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with um, you. Gabby well, Beans gives a phenomenal performance in The Skin of Our Teeth. Okay. She does. Not, okay. Um, oh my god, who wrote the play? Um, uh, uh, Thornton Wilder. Wilder. And, and, and having read some of Thornton Wilder's previous works, it took me aback when she wrote character. I didn't realize I was part of the script. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, is this part of the show? <laughs> like, I don't know. And so to have those two different personalities was really fantastic, and then to incorporate them in the other acts. She does a great job. She does do a great and job. And it's a long haul show. That takes right. a lot. We've right. talked about Ruth Naga a lot. Yeah. She makes Macbeth. She does. Yeah. She carries it. Right. Yeah. But unfortunately, I, I 
though LaShawn's did a great job, I don't think, I think it was the nomination, was, thank you, yeah. have a good day. Or, right. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, a nod to what about, the playwright, to the story, to the story, to the playwright, to it's long overdue. Yeah, it doesn't take away from LaShawn's performance, but no. did it rise to the level of Gabby Beans and Ruth Nega and Deidre O'Connor and Mar yes, even Mary Deidre Louise Parker. Deidre did an incredible job without using voice, which that's new and different and amazing. But again, I think the nomination, thank you for coming. And then we have Mary Louise Parker. Uh, yeah, for what we just said about David Morris, I mean, oh. she's incredible. For for the what, first first thing to say is the ages that she portrayed, right? That when she's portraying the memories of, and she she becomes that young eleven year old while she's also you know an adult. And I thought she was it was incredibly nuanced. It was she was so good, and also like you know again like we were talking about Morse, like her character. You know, it's not just a straight up like it'll get away from me. You know, like she, she, you see her kind of flirt. You see her like she. You, it, it's very complicated story and complicated performance. I, I, I think she does an amazing job. I, I yeah. She translates very well between a bit of flirting. I mentioned that to someone who said, "No, what is it? I think she was flirting." Well, because she's a teenager, at least she doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah. And she's also she also loves him. She loves her uncle. In He's that her uncle. She loves family. Him. She really, yeah. yeah. He, he pays attention to her. And he, yeah. She does an amazing job. Right. She does. So this is my thing. I think it's between Gabby, Ruth, and Mary Louise. And where I come down when I start like narrowing things down, the Ruth Nega gives an incredible performance of Macbeth. Mm -hmm. Anyone that plays the role of Lady Macbeth is going. I'm, yeah, yeah. On Broadway, you, you obviously should be given an incredible. So yeah. I kind of go, again, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. here's your nomination. I think it's from Gabby and Mary Louise, and I think it's going to go to Mary Louise. She's a Tony sweetheart. I hope she does. I mean, she, she does such an amazing job. Yeah. She never disappoints. And she did not in this show. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so our last two categories are the two big ones for the plays, and that starts with Best Direction of a Play. Uh, for that, we have The Skin of Our Teeth, For Colored Girls, The Lehman Trilogy, American Buffalo, and Dana H. So this, these all, what's great about these five shows is they're all different and they're all great in their own ways, if that makes sense. You've got one that's much more of like a choreographed movement playing for colored girls. You've got one that's just big and exorbitant with puppetry and the skin of our teeth. You've got a new kind of play in Dana H. You've got a classic work in American Buffalo and you've got a brand new story told in an inventive way in the Lehman Trilogy. So they all bring something different to the table. So who did it best? Ah, right, <laughs> right. I know. I don't. I hate to be a broken record, but I think the Lehman Trilogy is 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 there. I I will say. Okay. The, so the director, Skin of Our Teeth. I'm. She's a favorite of mine, and I also think that. It was really complicated, and the way she did it was—it was huge. But I don't think she will beat it. I think Lehman trilogy would beat it out. Yeah. So I, I wish I'd seen the skin of my—I'm seeing the skin of our teeth next week, so I don't have anything to compare it to. And I've seen the Color Girls and um, American Buffalo, Dana H. I... But I would like to see the director of the skin of our teeth, regardless of gender, race, color, whatever. I thought she did a really good job, but yeah. I think it's going to be Sam Mendes and Lehman trilogy. 
Skin of Our Teeth is not as well attended as the Lehman Trilogy was. No, and I think, I think that has to do with two things. I think one is the timing of it. Lehman Trilogy just came back right as Broadway was reopening. Right. The other is, I don't think it's a recognizable title. There was a lot of hype about the Lehman Trilogy is coming from the West End. I don't think a lot of people know Skin of Our Teeth. I don't think a lot of people know Ford Wilder. But I do know that a lot of people who've seen the show when they come out, they're like, oh my gosh, it was great, it was this, it was that. Right. It's like, it has it has a lot to do too with how we look at plays and you know there's there's when you look at this category, we've got something vintage, the skin of our teeth, Thornton Wilder, written, you know, some time ago, for colored girls, yeah, um, written some, you know, um, some time ago, Lehman trilogy, American Buffalo. It it's it's a very it's an array, a varied list, but there's something about the Lehman trilogies in terms of the direction that was intriguing. Yep. Really intriguing. So uh, I'm giving it, giving it that nod. Yeah, giving it that nod. I could have heard more, actually, on that. Yeah. I, I, wanted I wanted more. more. I wanted yeah. more, too. And, and it left you like that, right, on purpose. Like, I okay, well, wait a minute. What happens next, right? So what do we do now? Right, you know, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, right. Lehman Trilogy, before yeah. it went to Broadway, it was so sold out. I mean, it was a very popular show. Yeah, you know, but there's something about the skin of our teeth bringing back something, you know, vintage. I don't know, this, you know, Thornton Wilder, but... Theater moves you. We're supposed to be moved. We're supposed to walk away saying, I want more. So the Lehman Trilogy. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay, I think that's a good way to end that one. Like, we're concise and what's that word? Consensus. Consensus. <laughs> so, our final category, the main category, is best. Um, oh, sorry, we've got two. Wow. Best revival of a play, we'll start with, uh, which was American Buffalo, For Colored Girls, How I Learned to Drive, Take Me Out, and Trouble in Mind. Now, when I put this list together, I was with How I Learned to Drive all the way. LBJ. Um, I'm not so sure that How I Learned to Drive is going to win. I think it might be Take Me Out. I agree. I, yeah. I think Take Me Out is probably higher on that list. I would be interested to see which way it goes. Look, American Buffalo for me was great. I enjoyed what it was. Um, you know, I, I didn't leave moved. I was like, oh yeah, okay, I remember this now. And, I, I thought it was a slow burning, and it, that was great. For Colored Girls was also fantastic, a beautiful show. Absolutely beautiful, an important message. Um, and, and Trouble in Mind was a fantastic show. It introduced me to a new playwright, which we saw earlier. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alice Childress, who's amazing. But Take Me Out and How I Learned to Drive are clearly just the two front runners, and I'd like to see How I Learned to Drive with us. Mm-hmm. to get some recognition from the committee that it hasn't received yet. I love this story. Paula Vogel's written a wonderful story. But take me out also shocked. And uh, I don't want to say enraged me, but I mean, I, I definitely, I mean, 
Tasha, you we were on the phone before I went, and you didn't give me a heads up about nope. it. all I said was like, yes, yeah, a gay athlete. Like, what's the big deal? And I then, said, you'll see. One, I was like, whoa, wait we'll a see. minute. Yeah. I can't handle it. Like, it, it, it shocked me and it made me mad. It just mm-hmm. enraged me because I was like, that should, because I know that that exists. Mm-hmm. Is the other thing. Mm-hmm. It's hmm. 2022, and that, that that's not a unique person. That hatred, right. that visceral exists. So I can see how take me out is relevant and it can This is a tough category. This is a tough one. This is I, I would not I would with the exception of American Buffalo, I would be completely fine and I would I would not be surprised about any of them. I, I with the exception of American Buffalo. Yeah. I would be very surprised if yeah. that one got it. I yeah. Would. I I didn't even like that American Buffalo got right. on this list, I have to say. But um I think you're right. I think it uh, for me it's how I learned to drive, take me out and trouble in mind. I'm really happy to see that Alice Childress that like mm-hmm. it finally made its Broadway, you know, and yes. and to to know her work is like it like it could be, you know, written yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um but I, yeah, how I learned to drive and take me out. I, I I kind of feel like take me out might get it. Really, but I think how I learned to drive very powerful and I love Paul Vogel and so I'd be happy with any of the three of those. I think we would be happy with the four of them, right? So that's Trouble in Mind. Well, what did you say? Take Me Out, How I Learned to Drive, Four Color Girls? Yes. I don't okay. think Four Color Girls is going to get it, though. I would be surprised if American Buffalo did get it no, over, the re- over these other cal- categories, right? I'm pulling for How I Learned to Drive. I just... I want to see... I want to see it again. I was moved by it. So the final category for the show is the Big Kahuna Best Play. For that, we've got Clyde's Hangman, the Lehman Trilogy, the Minutes, and Skeleton. How's that for a hodgepodge of plays? Um, Huh. I'll come out and say it's going to be the Lehman Trilogy. Yeah, I think yep. it's going to be. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, but I think if there was a dark horse that could sneak up into this, I think it would be Clyde's. Really? I thought you were, Andrew, I thought you were going to say Hangman. Yeah, I was thinking you were going to say I Hangman. I thought you too. were going to say Hangman. I thought you would say first first choice, the Lehman Trilogy, second Hangman. So Martin really? McDowell has written a really brilliant uh, dark comedy in Hangman. It's almost like a Law and Order episode. Um, there's an intermission and like I was like I know exactly where this is going I know who did this and then you like get back into it and you're like oh my god that's entirely not what I thought mm-hmm. which is always great mm-hmm. um, and it addresses and the play is addressing how they got rid of hanging in the UK mm-hmm. but to me Lynn Clyde's addresses a lot more issues now particularly mm-hmm. uh, um What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, prison reform. Criminal justice. Criminal, Criminal justice, justice reform. reform. Because all these people working in this deli have a prison record. And I think it's a really important message to show. Like, these people did their time. They paid their dues. But they can't get work elsewhere. That Like, society still won't accept them mm-hmm. as, mm-hmm. as reformed or whatever. And the only place they can work is for this awful, horrible 
person who, because of their record, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. abuses it. Abuses it. It's basically mm -hmm. slavery. Right. It's another exactly. form of, of slavery. Modernized. And I think it's a really great social commentary show that needed to be done, and, and it does it in such a way that it's digestible to all audiences, and it's relatable to all audiences. And hopefully it opens people's eyes to be like, you know, sometimes some of these organizations you support, be careful because they might be exploiting someone's circumstances. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think Lenotage, I love Lenotage's writing. She has a great way of pointing out those social issues in a way that makes you go, I'm a terrible human. Right. But. I'm a terrible <laughs> human, but. But I can fix it. So that's why I think if it's not the Lehman Trilogy, it's going to be Clive's. She has a unique way in her writing where she divulges that human condition. You know, when she did meet, um, meet Vera Starks, just what people are willing to do, even if they get embarrassed, you know. Um, and how these people worked in the sandwich shop to survive, to try to, you know, and, and put up with it, and how someone who looked like them was taking advantage of them, right? So it, it's, um, it, would, it, would be, it would be nice to see that win, it would yeah. be. Right. I'm pulling for those two. I mean, Skeleton okay. Crew was also I agree good. With you. Dominic Morrisot's play was great. Yes. It's, I think Clyde's is the stronger of those two. Mm -hmm. So, well, I think it goes without saying that this was a golden year for plays, and I, for one, am excited to see what the next season holds. We will find out all the winners for the categories discussed at the 75th Annual Tony Awards, live on Paramount Plus and CBS on June 12th, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will be sharing our full list of Tony Award predictions on our social media and be updating you live on Tony Night with the winners. So stay tuned for this plus so much more. We have a lot about the Tonys coming. Stay tuned to the social media. In the meantime, I want to thank these amazing friends of mine for joining me, Eleanor Gordino, Lisa Goldberg-Corn, and Tysha Scott. Thank you so much for sitting down here in Brooklyn, out on the sidewalk on this balmy evening. Thank you're you guys welcome. so much. You're welcome. After a great afternoon of theater. Yes. yes. And, and, and early dinner. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez reminding you to turn off your cell phones. Unwrap your candies and keep your mask on. And keep talking about the theater in a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is DJ by Jazzar. Other music on this episode provided by Mad Sky, Man Bites Dog, and Billy Murray. You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com slash stagewhisperpod. There you'll find all the information about our backstage pass. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you.